welcome to the 15th Come Up Interviews podcast. This is Brett speaking from Come Up Interviews. Hey, it's me, Tyler. We're back. Wow, 15 episodes. <laughs> We've broken through the barrier. That's fantastic. Yeah. It's like that song. Well, no, go ahead. Yeah. No, no. Well, there's a bunch of songs we could potentially name, but if you remember way back when we first started this, maybe even the first episode, we did say that most or there's some statistic that most people who start a uh, podcast don't make it past eight episodes. I think the number was. Wow. So we're we have killing it. We're, we're <laughs> much like it. our last episode. Yeah. That's the last episode name. Killing it. And like we're back. Maybe thinking it's the man behind the mask. You know, we're back. Oh, oh he's back. The man <laughs> behind the mask. And he's out yes. of control. <laughs> I had to get to that part. Oh, Alice Cooper, Friday the 13th, part eight Ooh, or seven. I, we'll have to get back to you on that one. But It's uh, one of the later sequels. I, yeah. um, or Jason Takes Manhattan. I, think uh, I can look into it, it a little bit later. We'll, we'll get back oh, to you on okay. that. We'll get back to you on that one. And then because if you want to go back to your breaking. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Um, when you said we're breaking through, I thought, you know, maybe because I have rad on the brain because of the upcoming Blu-ray. But I was thinking of John Farner and Break the Ice. Yes, going to break the ice. <laughs> As you know, I'm very excited about this upcoming Vinegar Syndrome Blu-ray. You pre-ordered um, it, dude. I did. I pre-ordered it the, the day it became available. That's awesome. Um, because I'm just so it. excited. And what's the street date? Uh, I, I think it's late May. I think it's like – I forget the exact date right now, but I think it's like May 28th or something. Of course, it's May 28th. Uh, <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> you on purpose. Why can't it be like May 3rd? <laughs> well, well, I've waited this long you know, for a, an official release. As you know, I do have a bootleg release of Rad that I've had yeah. forever, a DVD. I think um, – yeah. I think it came from the VHS. So I've had that in my collection. So I'm secure about that. But this new one seems so cool. Um, That's awesome. Now you can boot the boot leg. Oh, <laughs> yes, I guess I can boot the boot unless you want it for some reason. Oh, no, you're okay. going to buy it too. I'm going to pre sucker once it's on Amazon as an online okay. retailer. Because yeah, right. I, I couldn't wait that long. I ordered it right from Vinegar Syndrome. Nice. Um, I think, there was another I, song I was thinking of from these slasher <laughs> movies. I mean yeah. – Love Kills is that that's from is that from Nightmare on Elm Street series? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I believe it is. Wait, wait um, which one? Friday the Thirteenth. I think it's from one of the Nightmare movies. Oh, okay. like three or four, maybe. Um, uh, maybe I'll sing it later. I've sung enough already, and I'll be singing later probably. So. Well, and let's not uh, forget about um, that song from Tales from the Dark Side, the movie that you love so much. Oh, I love the one, The Way of All Flesh. That's yeah. the way of all flesh. Join the fight. <laughs> all right. Well, now that that's out of the way, we can go into our, we can go into our, um, we can go on to our, our first segment and our opening series of segments, which is they should have been an action star. They should have been. I can't stop singing today. They should have been an action star. Yeah, okay, yeah. So that's our, I'm, I'm telling you we're going to get that song officially recorded very soon. I just when you, I need to find a good way to do it. I need to find a good backing track for that. I'll get my vocal coach ready. So. <laughs> I won't ask who that is. I, I can't say it's a secret. It might be just myself. <laughs> oh, well, that would be a twist. Yeah. Awesome twist. All right. Okay. So we have should have been an action star. 
We have yes. three people. Yeah, two similar people and one kind of outsider person. Yes. We'll start with the two similars. We have okay. Raymond Burr and yeah. Orson Welles. Yeah. Well, I mean, Raymond Burr, you know, he got close a couple times. I think Ironside maybe or um, – but see, but Perry Mason didn't really do action type stuff. No, but he, you know, took care of the, you know, bad guys, but he was a player. So, hmm. He did his best. <laughs> so, but the problem he is he wasn't in a traditional, you know, uh, PM style action movie. Yeah, I know. Where he's like driving and he's like a cool car flip or something. <laughs> like that yeah. scene in Codename Wild Geese where uh, Earth Borgnine does that like car flip and it's clearly a miniature. <laughs> but there's a really funny face of Earth like going, oh. <laughs> So you're saying they should have done that with Raymond? Yeah, with Raymond, Burr. totally Raymond. Raymond Burr, not Raymond yeah. Romano or someone. So. Okay. <laughs> Who could be a potential person That's for this segment? True. Well, he's already in Latin Dragon. <laughs> uh, well, okay, the guy in Latin Dragon looks like Raymond Romano. Just take a look right. at that movie. So look at it and laugh. And, and then Orson Welles, Orson same thing. Wells. I got close because wasn't he a Transformer? <laughs> One of the voices of the Transformers. Well, that was his last role, I believe, was Unicron. I think that that's was... the closest we're going to get, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, Citizen that's Kane not very close. Like, Citizen Kane's not an action movie yet. So it's like... <laughs> right, not yet. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, if like John Wayne did Brannigan and that sort of thing in the 70s, yeah. why couldn't Orson Welles also be like a Brannigan where he's shooting people. He can solve mysteries and shoot the criminals. It'd be great. And he's got a great name for a box art, Wells. I'm doing the John Wells. He could be the original Rowdy Wells. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, Robert Davi, you've been replaced by the real Orson Wells. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, the the real Orson Wells. Yeah. It's like the real real Bruce Lee tape we see on Video 7. We guarantee you the real Bruce Lee. <laughs> That's true. That it does say that on the tape. If anyone were to look that up, it's they're, they're very adamant that it's the real Bruce Lee on that tape. I still actually don't believe it yet, but I'll have to uh, purchase the uh, tape soon. Well, and also there's the real Ghostbusters. You know, there's the Ghostbusters and oh, there's the right. real Ghostbusters. You know, I guess they're trying to slap the other Ghostbusters around a little, saying, <laughs> yeah. no, 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 we're real Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah, you know. those are the fake Ghostbusters. Like, I mean, what's next? There's another one saying we're the real, true, honest-to-goodness, no-fooling <laughs> Ghostbusters. Like, how far does this go? <laughs> it goes really far. <laughs> it goes all the way to the top. Well, and speaking of which, there's the other one. And we should say our uncle came up with this one. So if you're listening. uh, listening. Thanks for listening, by the way. We uh, have Pablo Picasso. Picasso, yeah. Picasso. (laughs) I believe the rationale for this is that Picasso could have an attitude and he was ornery sometimes or maybe just mean to people. (laughs) And he has that shirt. He has that kind of prison shirt. Then he wears like the black striped shirt. striped shirt and prison shirt. <laughs> but <laughs> and then, you know, he uh, paints his art with blood. So there you go. He's mean, he's angry. You know, he'd almost be like a, a baddie. Yeah, know, more I can than see action star. I could see Picasso being like the big boss of the French crime syndicate or something like that. Wasn't there there was a movie called Picasso Trigger 
So that's pretty close. Oh, yeah, well, that's true. Well, that's true. This time, much like the real Orson Welles, this could have the real Picasso with a real trigger. <laughs> exactly. The Andy Sedaris movie or whatever it is. He's got a trigger, um, a trigger finger. <laughs> Picasso exactly. trigger. I can't see about laughing. And then... Uh, <laughs> if that title was already taken, or, you know, like these days, you know, they have multiple movies with the same title. You know, yeah. we were just talking about that. Yeah. They can just call the movie Picasso or, or Picasso's Trigger with an yeah, apostrophe. Yeah. Perfect. Picasso's Trigger or Picasso in Trigger. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, the movie could just be called Trigger. Yeah, I mean, Trigger because he has a gun. It's perfect. It's perfect. And then the poster could be, you could say, like, Picasso is Trigger. Yeah. And his name could yes. be Trigger. Exactly. It could be like Mike Trigger Jones. Like, right, right. Yeah. yeah, his name could be like Larry Triggerman, and then, yes, like, and they call him Trigger for short, like Marion Cobretti. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yes, Cobra. Yeah, Mar- your first name is Marion. <laughs> well, you just save people seventy minutes. Yeah. Um, well, that's basically, and he put too much ketchup on his French fries. If you remember watching this, watching Cobra, the classic. Well, that's one of his many quirks. You know, that's forgetting that he cuts pizza with scissors and that's um, true. I forgot that's a classic. I mean, he, he uses the remote really coolly. Yes. <laughs> he just kind of. Uh, how do you even explain that? So he just picks up the remote and then just like kind of flicks it, right? Yeah, I don't know how you describe that. You kind of just have to see it. But most people just kind of point their remote at the screen and then they hit the button. But he kind of like shakes it down hard and like like almost <laughs> if, it's, if it's like a gun or something i don't know that's perfect well he is cobra he is the best and he says I, i'm I talking about cobra all day but i like when he tells the guy drop it but he already shoots him <laughs> well the cobra <laughs> the, is just so great it's just yeah. this it's really the perfect movie i think as we were saying the other day was it like a 37 percent new footage or something yes. where <laughs> Like if they took out the the extended Orange Grove chase, the posing with robots, and that opening scene with the statistics, yeah. it would be like thirty eight minutes. It would, you know, it's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is so great about it, you know. Seventy minutes of pure awesome. That's a cobra. <laughs> yeah, it's cobra. It's cobra. I'm the disease, or he's not disease. You're the disease. I'm the kid. Well, so. that's why we need cobra now more than ever. Yes, a certain disease might be. Uh, <laughs> Out right now in our America, <laughs> in the world, in the you know, world, Cobra in the world. Like COVID. Yeah, see, Cobra could fight COVID. It's perfect, right? Well, and also as I was saying the other day, it almost sounds like the name of a video label or a video store, like COVID, oh, yeah. like Covideo. Yeah, Covideo. Yeah, yeah. Well, like it all has that vid in there, you know. It must be fate, <laughs> or not. We don't want COVID in our world right now. <laughs> we won't no, get to that. Don't. Trying to you know provide quality fun entertainment. You don't have to think about that. <laughs> That's, I shouldn't have mentioned it. To forget I well, said. It's okay. Me. It's okay. It's okay. Well, we can, that kind of segues nicely into the second segment of the day. Yes. <laughs> the cliche of the day. Oh, yeah. So what is the cliche of the day? Well, it's the cliche of the day. <laughs> it's yeah. Maxim Brinker. It's yeah. Maxim Brinker. Yeah, cliche of the day. So. We need to come up with another button for that. It is. It's an election year. Yeah, so you can explain that. Well, and usually in these crime cop movies, the you know the cop who's you know on the edge, you know he has to figure this out soon, quick, because it's an election year. So the mayor needs to 
<laughs> cleaned up fast. Raw Justice with uh, David Keith and Napier is a really good example because Napier straight up says that. So. <laughs> Well, and a lot of these, you know, the higher ups or whoever it may be, the mayor, like you said, it's, it's usually a mayor, but it could be a DA, it could be yeah. a, oh, yeah, be yeah. a governor, or even a president. Yeah. Anyone who's in elected office has to quell what's going on very quickly <laughs> because it's an election year and they're concerned about their um, their prospects know, in the future. next year. Yeah, their prospects. And it usually hinges on a, you know, <laughs> an action star to the clean to, up know, this mess before the election. I'm guessing these usual crimes happen, what, about September or October or something? Because it's always an election year. That's true. Well, I guess they have the whole year, but it is always an election year. That is true. Yes, it's an election it, it year now. To, well, it, and it does get close to the election sometimes. So it said that the election's about to happen. Yes. Oh, there's that funny movie. Uh, what's the title? But the, governor, the, the mayor was a wimp. <laughs> was that L.A. Heat or uh, Quiet Fire? Remember that? <laughs> Oh yes, well he's listening to radio. He's listening to yeah. talk radio, and and the person says like, um, and then the mayor called you a wimp or something. It's like that was like the news. Like they yeah. got called a wimp by their opponent. What a burn! Um, All right, now we can get to our uh, episode of the day or this week. <laughs> or whatever. It's not the cliche of the day. It's the episode of the whenever you're listening to it. Yes. And um, it's fatal and final. Yep. It's the fatal and final. The fatal final. Sounds like a great slasher movie from the 80s. It has Thom Matthews or something. <laughs> yeah, I guess you could have Thom. Um, yeah. <laughs> the fatal final. And then you know, we've seen those trailers, like maybe in action movies, like maybe like Money Train. And there's like really fast words like this <laughs> is <laughs> the money train. <laughs> Or like yeah. time to stop the clock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yes. So, this would be this is the final test. I'll stop doing this short noise, but people <laughs> can imagine that in their minds. Yeah. So this is the final test, and it says the fatal final coming soon. Sorry, Raymond Burr. And Sorry, Picasso. Raymond Burr and Picasso <laughs> as uh, Professor Picasso. This <laughs> is about school. My Cobra Cole is Cobra Cole. <laughs> and Sergeant Slaughter as Sergeant Slaughter. <laughs> um, okay, so that's what we got. So what's our first one? Well, here's the bit. We have six fatal movies and eight mm. final movies. So okay. I'm going to run down the fatals, and I'm going to – do you want me to run down the fatals and then run down the finals? <laughs> so um, that's what I, we usually do. Yeah, yeah, we'll just do it in the normal fashion that we've yeah. become used to. Okay, so here we go. Fatal Beauty, Fatal Blade, Fatal Combat, Fatal Mission, Fatal Secret, and Fatal Skies. And for the final movies, we have Final Impact, Final Move, Final Reprisal, Final Sanction, <laughs> say that a lot, Final Sanction. Final score, fire back. Oh, oops, oops, <laughs> ran out of finals. <laughs> I was running, I was just reading down the list of the website. <laughs> Final score is the last movie, yes. <laughs> okay, so. As it should be, because we're ending on a bang. Absolutely. We're ending on a bang on both uh, titles for Fatal and Final. But right now we have Fatal Beauty, Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, Whoopi, at her best. Yeah. This is not a bad movie. You, you know, you might think, hey, it has Whoopi Goldberg, I'm not going to watch it. If you're going to watch one movie, 
you should watch this. You know, Whoopi yeah. gets into all kinds of scrapes, and Sam Elliott's there, right? And they there's right. there's shooting, there's action. You know, yeah, you'd be explosions. surprised. It's really good. Yeah, Rita Rizzoli. <laughs> the yeah, Rita Rizzoli. So I get why people might not want to see it. I mean, I was resistant to it for a long time. But if you watch it, you go, hey, this is surprisingly yeah. better than you might think. It's surprisingly good. You get kind of hooked in because fetal beauty is the drug. I'm, I'm assuming most people have seen this movie. But um, so fetal beauty is the cocaine you know, mix of PCP drug that Rita Rizzoli has to figure out what's happening with the drug dealers. So, yeah, definitely worth watching. And it's before Rizzoli and Isles. I think we That's said true. Yes. She's the original Rizzoli. Um, <laughs> I think that's Angie Harmon's character. Or maybe she's Isles. I don't know. I think, I think she's Rizzoli. Well, who can say who's Cagney, who is Lacey? You know, we don't know. <laughs> that's true. All right, so we can want to keep talking more about Fatal Beauty, or do you want to go right to the next one? <laughs> Cobra, we can talk about Fatal Beauty all day, but we'll, we'll just uh, move on. Let's keep it moving on. That was a fun movie. Check it out. Next up, we have Fatal Blade, Gary Daniels, and Cuba Gooding Sr. <laughs> right. Was he the guy who played like a um, pawn shop owner or something? Good memories, yes. Wow, you have a great uh, memory for Fatal Blade, a movie I barely remember. Well... <laughs> I try. I mean, it's Gary Daniels. You know, he's doing his thing. Well, as we say in the review, it says Fatal Blade is trying to be like a PM movie, but it doesn't really make it, you know, to the, you know, the three R's of awesome, as we call it, rage, recoil, and riot. So, Well, at least they tried. I, I mean, I feel like they're, you know, we shouldn't chastise them just for trying. You know, they're no, trying. No. But I, we have other criticisms on this movie, too. It has fast motion, which I hate. Except for endangered oh, yeah. species. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, that's an exception. Check that out, Eric Roberts. And uh, there's some other ones. Yeah, sped up fights. Come on, man. Um, that's about Cuba Gooding Sr. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Pawn shop owner. How'd you remember that? I just, I, I don't know. I, something about that stuck out. It's, you know, <laughs> I mean, he's not going to be radio overnight. He has to build up his, <laughs> so, <laughs> he build up his acting. He's radio senior because he's Cuba Gooding senior. Because <laughs> Cuba Gooding junior is regular radio. I guess he's yeah. radio junior. Exactly. <laughs> so whatever, whatever Cuba Gooding junior is, Cuba Gooding senior is the same. So, you know. <laughs> okay. So he's full of – he has snow dogs and he has instincts. Yeah, he's like, he's snow dog senior. Snow Dogs Senior, that's his name, Mr. Snow Dogs. Yeah. I I remember when that was coming out, Snow Dogs, because there was the talking, they talk, the Snow Dogs, but I looked into this talking Snow Dog. It's just a hallucination that uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. has. So there's no talking, it's only for a minute. Oh, so it doesn't go throughout the movie. No, no. They're just regular old Snow Dogs. So, very interesting. Trying to trick me to watch a talking snow dog movie, which is a good idea, I guess. So, <laughs> oh, there's a lot of talking dog movies, aren't there? I mean, well, I yeah, don't know. maybe this is a before. Bingo? <laughs> is Bingo a talking dog movie? I, I think he smiles. Oh, or, it's like Dixie. when Dixie, when Dixie smiles, but Bingo also smiles. I'll, have to look, <sighs> I'll look into so Bingo. <laughs> Please do. Okay, I <laughs> Bingo. Right, anywho, we have. Uh, Fatal Combat is next. Now we did not like this one. Also, Jeff Wincott. Yeah. I got yeah. this at um, the I was going to say the archive. 
it is Time Tunnel back in the day. It's gone now. I got rid of it. Um, well, I'm trying to remember. Do you remember much? It's something. It's a punch fighter, but it's in jail, and it's just it's just terrible because it has these terrible transitions. If you remember. It's so, like, yeah, now that you say that, yes. The transitions. Every time you transition to a scene, it has static, like a TV, like TV static. So yeah, and it's, it was annoying. I remember. What the heck, man? I, I'm gonna just go through this quickly. I think it wasn't. Very, it's not one of Wincott's best. We've talked about Wincott on the Connoisseur podcast. We were just on of Rough Rock. So just check out Mission of Justice, Martial Law Two, Undercover. Yeah, no, those are the solid Wincots. I mean, I wouldn't start with this one if oh, you're no. getting into Wincott because from what I remember, it's very dour, bleak, almost yeah. depressing. You know, it just um, the not one, really a recommended movie, I would say. Well, I agree. And there's, But there's one thing that's funny, I guess, which there's a really funny no. <laughs> I didn't want to yell it. Yeah. Well, I don't remember that. Well, he goes, no, but then it's also really lowered octave. There's a no. Oh. <laughs> so, right, so okay. That's funny, not serious. You can't take it seriously. So that's that's well, part of the trying. It was trying to be very serious. Well, I disagree. <laughs> Should this be more fun? Our next movie, unless you want to keep talking about Fatal no, Count. No. No. Okay. A movie, I don't think okay. I don't think you've seen this one. Fatal Mission, aka Enemy, has Peter Fonda and Tia Carrera. Relic Hunter herself. You did this before I was involved with the yeah. website, I believe. Yeah, no, I, I haven't seen this, so you have to tell people what this is all about. Well, it's a classic Vietnam actioner. It's kind of like Mercenary Fighters with Peter Fonda. It's like the same movie, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Just from my reading from my brief uh, plot description. That, that's it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> just it's very similar. So... Would remember. you recommend it to people? You know, I gave it three bits for stars. <laughs> I guess I liked it, but my memory is terrible. Something about Mako and there's a conspiracy. I, I, I sure check it out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, so well, well, that's a quick one. We'll go right to. Uh, oh, here we go. Fatal Secret. Matt Helm. Oh. Yeah, well, anything Matt Helge, or as we say, it's probably pronounced differently, but any Matt Helge movie, yeah, or Helga, maybe, I'm not sure, but that, as far as we say, Matt Helge, he, he yeah. uh, anything he does is at least worth at least one watch, if one not watch. more than one. Because he has this classic stable of actors in this one. We got David Carradine, we got Camilla London, uh, Kenny Rogers himself, Frederick Offrein, and the best named person ever, A.R. Hellquist. <laughs> yeah, no, right. And we watched that not that long ago. I remember A.R. Hellquist is very tough, kind of Kurt Russell-esque, and yes. he's <laughs> fighting his way through uh, this scenario. And yeah, He can be Kurt Russell's identical brother, A.R. Hellquist. So check him out he on Google, look like... him up. <laughs> What's that? that? He looks a lot. I said with that he looks a lot like Kurt Russell. It's really, really funny. <laughs> and Frederick Offrey looks a lot like Kenny Rogers. So it's Kenny Rogers and Kurt Russell. <laughs> well, if you've ever wanted to, and David Carradine, if you've ever wanted yeah, to see those three people together, now's your chance. Love it. That's a great, and it's not, not a bad movie. It's about you know a classic. People are looking for the disc, a floppy disc. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but uh, I guess uh, Carradine plays an evil drug dealer named Michael LeWinter. 
Um, let's see here. And John Mitchell, played by A.R. Harquist, has to stop him. So don't want to give away too much. It's on YouTube last we checked. We watched a couple of years ago now. But oh, I thought it was more recent than that. But well, we posted not. it. We posted it last year. We posted it June 8th, 2019. You want to get that uh, specific. But what's awesome about this movie and uh, the film was done under the uh, you know production company of the Swedish Action Film Force. <laughs> Which I think was Matt Helge's company, and pretty yes. much every Matt Helge movie has that credit to the Swedish Action Film Force. Yep, and it's, it's, this is a this is a winner and a half. I mean, you got the, it says you got pumping '80s music by Doe Anderson. <laughs> oh yeah, Doe Anderson. <laughs> yeah, his name is spelled Doe, D-O-U-G-H, in the credits anyway. And we've seen that name in other Matt Helge movies. Is a Helga? I'll have to look into that. I'm not really sure. I've never heard anyone say it who <laughs> knew him, but uh, it could be. I know. It's one of those names you never hear out loud. You just read it. So. Well, because people don't talk about Matt's Helds like they should. You know, it's, it's up to us and people like us to uh, to keep his name out there, you know. We have to. He's made a bunch of great movies, and we'll talk about him eventually. I mean, you know, he, Animal Protector, that was a hard one to find. We finally got to watch that about a year or two ago. Well, and those aren't even his best. I mean, if you um, – it was in Russian – no, no, um, Ninja yep. – yeah. Well, yeah, you're thinking of the Ninja Mission and Russian Terminator. Right, those are two of his best, I think. Yes, absolutely. Russian Terminator is really a lot of fun. It has an awesome cover. you got the, you got the guy with the machine gun shirtless. He's like, this is the Russian Terminator. <laughs> right, and, and Ninja Mission is great too. Those are both great <laughs> movies that people should see. I, I think people should check them out, I and mean, they really should. They should be on YouTube, or if they're not, they're around. They're around. You can find them. Yeah, it might be worth the search. You know, we got to do a lot oh, of I definitely think it's worth it. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. It's worth the search. I guess that almost rhymes. and then, Or maybe it does. <laughs> worth the then, search. I don't know. So it's close, right? <laughs> it's close to rhyming, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, okay, so, yeah, that was Fatal Secrets. So that was a good one. And now we're on our last Fatal. This is a good one. Fatal Skies. Timothy <laughs> Leary. <laughs> oh yes oh so <laughs> timothy leary is in this movie it's a is it it's not an aip or a pm is it or, it's an AIP, or is it? Sir. it is an oh, aip, it's AIP. Yeah. um so that alone makes it a curiosity worth checking out it, um he plays this old man his old main baddie he's like a oil baron or something if you remember He's like a pollution baron. Yeah, pollution <laughs> baron, yeah. He's creating the pollution or something. And these skydiving <laughs> teens have to stop him. It's Yeah, it's great, isn't it? <laughs> and I, the girl and I love her. Um, Veronica Carruthers, is that her name? Wow, yes. That's her name. Did, she's great. I mean, you put her with Timothy Leary and uh, skydiving teens versus Timothy Leary. It's, you can't do better than that. No, it's hilarious. We got to watch it on Amazon Prime. So I think it should still be there. If it's not, I'm sorry. But um, definitely check it out. It's, it's, it's hilarious. He's, he's beating people up, Timothy Leary. <laughs> I believe there is Timothy Leary foo in the movie. Yeah, yeah Timothy Leary foo. That, that's, I can't even say about laughing. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it's, it's, an, it's kind of, this movie's kind of an undiscovered gem. I mean, don't go in expecting, you know, the ultimate in awesome. Yeah. But I think you would be pleasantly surprised about this movie it's it's yeah. 
it's quirky it's under the radar it's it's worth checking out definitely absolutely uh let me think here anything else we want to say about fatal skies I, I, i'm talking about fatal skies all day but. well yeah we we did a good job just talking about it just now oh because well, yeah, um, we want to give people kind of a sense of it but without giving yeah. away too much so I'll give i away, think we did that i'll give away one more thing okay um it says uh carruthers calls a character named Dwayne a dweezel as an insult <laughs> <laughs> not to be confused with uh dweezel zappa so I did so. I did, what can I say? You know, any movie that has its own like awesome lingo like that is great. You know, like um, conflict of interest. Yes, uh, of course, bulletproof. Gary Busey, okay. not Adam Sandler. Yeah, Gary B- uh, Busey calls someone butthorn. Yeah, numerous um, times. That didn't take off, I don't think, in the popular consciousness, but they tried. They tried. Um, same thing with conflict of interest, where. I believe, it was a Judd Nelson that calls the guy jerk beef. Yes, Judd. Oh, yeah, I think Judd Nelson. Calls someone called Judd Nelson jerk beef. No, Judd. I think actually Judd Nelson's like protege calls Christopher McDonald jerk beef. <laughs> well, I'm glad we cleared that up. I mean, what a good. This is a good conversation. <laughs> Who calls who jerk beef? You know, this is going on the record. This is going on uh, the internet forever. So I want to make sure we get that right. You want me to actually check? Because I can check that for you. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't want it to take up too much time. I could, I could try and vamp while you uh, okay, I, I look that it, up. So, oh, okay. A, a Gideon's goon named Thrasher insults Christopher McDonald by calling him jerk beef. Okay. All right. So, so he, McDonald's so was right. called jerk beef. I was half right. It wasn't Gideon's goon, meaning yeah. that's the protege of Judd Nelson. Yeah. So I was kind of right about that. I just didn't. I thought maybe it was uh, Christopher McDonald's son calling him jerk beef because he's mad at him. But okay, right. now we have a real. Might, yeah, I can see why you might think that. Yeah, we have a real on the record jerk beef. We <laughs> <laughs> sure do. Now, while you're looking at that, is there Go any ahead. other funny slang, or is jerk beef the only thing? Wow, you have a great memory. Um, yes, there are other funny slang, which is Jason. I guess that's one of the other characters. Call someone a Barney and a supper buddy. <laughs> supper oh, buddy, you're a supper buddy. Like I thought that means like a dining, uh, like a dining friend. You know, <laughs> at the diner, you're my supper so buddy. <laughs> you're my supper buddy, buddy. You know. <laughs> well, that's what you think, but I guess it's all in the tone. Like if you say, "Oh, you're a supper buddy," and you sound yeah. mean when you say it, I guess it's all in the context. <laughs> I was having some up with this stuff. I, you know, see, the thing is, after Heather's, where they had all that wacky dialogue, I think people tried to invent their own dialogue. Uh, and I said, I just saw disturbing behavior for the first time. Yes. And Katie Holmes says things are razor, and it's yeah, pretty great. It's cool. Yeah. yeah. So razor. That's so razor. <laughs> so, um, so they're still doing it. Well, at least as of 1998, they were doing it. That wasn't that long ago. Oh, uh, don't do the math. <laughs> 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 I won't. I, I'm too scared. To yeah, don't do don't that. do that. But now we're done with the fatals, and okay. now we're on to the, the finals. finals. Yeah, time for the finals. Okay, so our first one was Final Impact. Lorenzo Lamas, or is it Lorenzo Lamas? What? <laughs> I've, I've heard of someone call him Lorenzo Lamas, like Lamas class or something. I, I've never it's, heard that. It's Lorenzo Lamas. You hear in all the great trailers with Lamas, like Lorenzo Lamas, Blood for Blood. 
I think you're right. I think this person's confused as to those pregnancy classes. Or yeah. those <laughs> I think that's what they're thinking of. We okay. would know. I think we, I'm very confident we would know if it was pronounced Lamas. I think we would know. Because he does have two. He does. He has one L in his name and his for his last name Lamas. L A M A S. There is no two L's for Lamas. So it, it's, it's Lorenzo Lamas, which who we talk about all the time now on these podcasts. Well, why wouldn't we? It's this action podcast. Um, well, maybe they're just thinking of Lamal, the singer from Kajagoo. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. That's, I'm just going to keep it at that. So, yeah, it's so, so we got Lamas, we got Funnel Impact. It's a punch fighter. We've talked about this in the punch fighting episode, I think. But I will go through a little quick. Um, Hmm. <laughs> this is an old review. But here, well, the classic bit is uh, Nick Taylor. <laughs> that's uh, Lorenzo Lamas. Um, uh, he fights in the neon graveyard. That's the main bit. Where we were. We were there in Las that, Vegas. Yes. The neon graveyard's a real place, and yeah. it's in Las Vegas. We went there. We. And, I asked uh, the guy, I asked the, the worker there, did he they film Final Impact there? He was some noob. He didn't know anything. Yeah, he's no. It's like, yeah, but they filmed some movies and commercials yeah. and TV shows here. Yeah. And he didn't, he wasn't like, yeah, Final Impact, I remember that. Yeah. He, he, that wasn't the reaction we were expecting. I asked about Final Impact to his freaking face, and <laughs> he didn't know. I don't know, I sound so angry. But it's like, <laughs> it was really hot that day. So. It was 110 degrees, so maybe I was getting a little cranky about uh, Final Impact. So. <laughs> Which is, is understandable. Well, there's another funny bit. There's another. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I just no, said he's shirtless and you know doing his classic thing where he wears a vest and no shirt. That's the llama staple. <laughs> but we have some funny dialogue that we wrote down in this review. Oh, okay. Oh. Feel free to reenact it for the audience, a theater of the mind. Okay, so here we go. Well, first off, Lamas does yell no again. So we have two no mm-hmm. movies today. Fatal <laughs> mm-hmm. Combat and Final Impact. Oh, I almost Impact. screwed those. Impact. I almost screwed those up. Not Final combat well, that could be a title um so he yells no and then danny davis played by uh oh wait no michael Worf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like a retort to lorenzo is if i'm so predictable with my fight moves how come i'm the light heavyweight champ of ohio <laughs> burn much he just got blamas just got burned there oh my goodness he needs definitely some ointment for that burn <laughs> So, yeah, it, see, again, it's all in the attitude. It's all in how you say it. It's all, it's all about the great line readings of Michael Wirfs and Lorenzo Lamas. Well, that's what I'm always talking about. I'm always talking about the great line readings of Michael Wirth and Nicholas Wirth. <laughs> they're worthy. No. <laughs> they're, yes, they're worthy. I know. Yes, yeah, very worthy. Yeah. I, I'm not mentioning <laughs> Wayne's World. It's they are worthy. You know. Well, we did mention Alice Cooper earlier. So. I, well, I guess Wayne... This is Take controversial, but I'm not a fan of Wayne's World, the first one. I think it dragged a little bit. That's just okay, me. Well, everyone's entitled to their opinion. I don't think we're going to get too much negative feedback about that. Okay, just giving that a heads up that I'm not a fan. Well, most Saturday Night Live movies – well, I haven't seen most of them, but I would imagine they're too long when they're in the original sketch form. I don't get why some of them got turned into 90-minute movies. But well, that's just... the worst example – of that is night at the Roxbury because nothing happens. Then it ends. Like they dance, they do the classic stupid head dance. Then they have to have a plot. Like, oh right, a plot. So Chris Catan yeah. might get married or something. 
And Will Ferrell <laughs> isn't happy. I remember because like, wow, nothing really happened in this movie. It really dragged. So, well, I mean, Stuart saves his family. It's Pat. I mean, it's Pat. I've never seen his Pat. Stuart saves his family is not good. Okay. So, almost did Trump there. But, uh, yeah. Believe me, Stuart saves his family. Not a good movie. Okay. I'm not a fan of Al Franken anyway. Yeah. He's a senator. Terrible. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. I said, okay. Okay, Trump. I, okay. I, I, I stopped. I stopped my Trump for now. He mm-hmm. might come back. All right. So, anything else you want? Wait, what were we talking yeah, we finished Final Impact. Now we're on to the next one, which okay. is Final Mission, a Sirio Santiago movie. Oh, now this is a great one, and it has the song that we all love and enjoy, Always yes. on My Mind, yeah. which is almost the theme song for this show. I would, um, but I, we just decided to go with Looking for Action instead. But oh, that's right. Cool. Yeah, and we was... talked about making it the theme song because it's such a great song and such a yeah. classic action '80s song. It's that's really the best part of this movie is that song. Oh, and also he has that great gun. It's like a, yep. it's yes. even on the front cover. It's like he armed with a. Well, yes, uh, I was about to read it. I was about to read it. Okay, you unless you want unless you know it by no, heart. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Armed with an MG82, it will take an army to stop him final mission that's pretty much the plot the guy has this giant gun and he fends off all comers with this massive gun it's very similar to fast gun and the devastator other serial movies other serial movies by roger corman and fast gun that was a good one and it also has jack s daniels it sure does (laughs) and american treasure as, as, as i always say he's an american a national treasure he's all the treasures Oh yeah, national treasure. That's the other. He's an American treasure, national treasure. Yeah, he's great. And he should have headlined at least one movie in his time. That is, wouldn't that be great? The Jackass Daniels. It would be kind of like a Nam Angels or a Vietnam movie because he's always in these Vietnam type movies. And now he, you know, he has his own movie. It'd be great. He's out for revenge. Maybe you know, his, his take on some drug dealers. It would be great because he's your classic '80s party animal. That's so true. And he he could just be himself because he's always drinking and smashing beer cans over his head. You know, I I know he he just represents everything that's so great about the 80s. I think he's so carefree. You know, people were more carefree back then. I think he was just fun loving. He was carefree. People, you know, he's tough, but he also likes to party down. And, you know, what what can I say? He's, He's great. I can see it maybe one of his moves. Like he smashes beer cans on enemies, like, ugh, and it probably really hurts. Well, yeah, <laughs> like if they're full, maybe like a full oh. beer can. <laughs> He's like, I'm not wasting this beer, and he drinks it maybe. It's like, yeah, you know, yeah, you're like, he smashes against the guy's forehead, and then the beer comes out, and then he like is under it and drinks exactly. it. Or yeah, it'd be perfect. It's like, yeah, very refreshing or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, perfect. Oh, Jackus Daniels, where are you? We, if, as I say pretty much every episode, if you get in touch with us and maybe we can uh, produce the movie, we would need maybe a million or two dollars. Here's the interesting thing. What, and I can't speak. The interesting thing that you just said about Jackus Daniels being carefree. See, he was mm-hmm. carefree. Now we're careful. We don't really, we don't really want to give Jackus Daniels a chance now. And to me, that's not a good direction for society to go we should be more like jackass daniels we'd be happier we'd we'd be i don't know be more fulfilled in life because I know. Now we go from carefree to careful now we're worried yeah. about everything and we're walking on eggshells on every type of movie we won't stressed talk about and paranoid and exactly we 
for other uh, reasons, you won't say. But you could probably fill in the blanks. Fill in the but, blanks of why people might be stressed and uneasy about life. We're not going to say <laughs> what it is. But even if we did say, or even if that certain thing didn't exist, yes. I think people would still be like that because I think that's why people like going back to these 80s movies because Absolutely. you get to see a window into this time when people were more carefree. I can't agree more. And I just want to – you know, maybe I was going to sing a little bit of Always on My Mind, but it's like, I guess I could or could not, but all right, I'll do well, it. I don't know. It's, you want me to belt out a couple of bars? I mean, it's like. Yeah, we just, belted out enough bars, I think. Okay, maybe. okay. I almost, oh, all right. It's so tempting. But of course, if, you know, maybe I shouldn't suppress you. You know, if you want to be carefree like Jackass Daniels and you want to sing it, I say, fine, go I'm for it. I'm going to do the first bit. Okay. I've always got you on my mind. There we go. Okay. <laughs> Behind. I don't know. That and then there's an awesome breakdown in the song too, which yes. um, as if the song wasn't awesome enough. It, it's, I, I don't know. It's great. So, so if that doesn't entice people to, to, to watch the movie final mission, it should. Absolutely. And now we're all go right to our next one, which is final move. Now, I was thinking about this movie today because, well, versus an old review, you haven't seen it. Oh, okay. So I thought, okay, let me go back to the memory bank to remember Final Move. It's like a serial killer movie. Rachel Hunter, David Carradine, and Daniel Baldwin. Oh. I remember it not being very good. It says Final Move tries hard, tries too hard to be a slick mystery thriller. Open credit, they're snazzy, but the opening scene is terrible, I put. You know, the killer murders a woman and he takes off his mask and starts laughing for 10 minutes. You'll see. As it's, it's, daily laughing? it's like a daily laughing. He has like a beard or something. That's all I got. I, I can't believe I'm going to do this, but I might rewatch it. <laughs> maybe maybe it's better now, 14 I, years later. It might have some entertainment value because they were trying to maybe turn Rachel Hunter into like a well, she was close. video star. Yeah, because she was in another movie with James Russo called Pendulum. I just mm-hmm. saw the trailer for that on oh on a uh, Double Bang, the movie I watched with Daniel Baldwin. It's uh, like mm-hmm, Rachel yeah. Hunter, James Russo, Pendulum, and which I've seen. I actually got it from the library of all places. <laughs> As I always say, very educational. Yeah, sure, is. it's just a typical mystery movie Pendulum. So, mm. I mean, if you're bored, perfectly fine. Uh, okay, so. Final move, it's about a serial killer. Not much really goes on. That's about it. Okay, so... <laughs> okay, so... We moving, have our on, next, uh, moving on to Final Reprisal. Very similar to Final Mission, plot-wise. It's Gary Daniels, one of his first movies. I, I think we liked Final Reprisal, right? Yeah, we gave it three stars. Um, uh, just, you know, it's a Vietnam movie. I mean, I'm trying to remember much about it. It has a great title, Final Reprisal. Uh, Once again, Gary Daniels shows up, and he's usually worth watching, even if the movie around him isn't the best. Oh, that's true. You know, he was in the Fatals, and now he's in the Finals. Yeah. Well, he's going to turn. Believe me, Gary's going to turn up in a lot of these (laughs) things we talk about because he's been in so many movies we've watched. He was a weak Gary Daniels, not the guy. A weak no, which would be Fist of the North Star. I mean, that just wasn't very good. Uh, well, I don't know. Some people might disagree with that. I think some people like Fist of the North Star. Well, uh, that's great. Your, your opinion. I'm not going to uh, slight you. Um, 
Okay, so I don't remember really much about Final War Problems. It's a Vietnam action movie from 1988. <laughs> well, well, that narrows it down. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of there's a lot of Vietnam action movies made in 1988. I, mean, I don't know if I said this last time, but if anyone wants a good laugh, they should go on IMDb and look up Godfrey Ho and um, – just look up the movies he's credited as having directed in 1988. <laughs> Forget the rest of his filmography. Just look at how many movies he quote unquote directed, or maybe some of them he did direct, or maybe all of them. Just look at 1988. It's really funny because there's so many. It, you know, I gotta look that. I will look that up right after this. It's, it's, laugh. it's like all these <laughs> in 1988. It's just, it's just a very amusing thing to do. So if you have a few minutes. Uh, um, I would recommend people do that just because it's um, hilarious so to see. Usually you're lucky if you get one movie per year, you know, and you'll <laughs> yeah, see like what? I don't want to give away how many, but you'll I'm going to laugh. I will, I will look it up right after this exciting recording. Okay. Um, our next movie is the final sanction. Uh, AIP movie, Robert Zadar and Ted Pryor. Definitely remember this. I know. Well, we were just talking about it recently because you used to own it, and then you got rid of it in what we call the tape purge, where you got rid of a a lot of the movies you didn't feel like you needed to own. Yeah, do get that. I mean, I know you want to collect all the AIP movies now. Yeah, I made a mistake. I'm willing to own to my mistakes, but I was actually going to give you some. Well, I guess you'd call it well, slack because okay, yeah, it's mainly slack. just those two guys. It's like a two-person movie from what I remember. Yeah. And, they're, and they're fighting for like 80, 90 minutes. And I can see why you might not want to own it. Yeah, I, that's why I got rid of this. Same with another um, AIP movie called Dead End City with Robert Zadar, which probably shouldn't have done that either. But I, it's like the same movie. So well, That had Gregory Scott Cummins though, right? Yeah, it sure did from Action USA. So it's just not a very good movie. I thought, oh, you know what? I want to keep all the killer and get rid of the filler. So right. that had to go. In the course of doing that, I think you said 10 AIP movies went to Goodwill. Yeah, they did. So if people have them, I Someone wonder who has them. them. Well, that's how people find these things at Goodwill, you know. You know, people find people find a lot of wacky stuff at Goodwill. I found that weird movie with um, Chip Mayer last year, Survivor. Right, um, right. Well, and I think you found the other wacky movie with Chip Mayer, Fugitive Champion. Yeah, so Goodwill loves Chip Mayer. <laughs> yeah, Chip Mayer is movies that are Goodwill exclusives. <laughs> like certain CDs, like you know uh, Justin Bieber now Goodwill. You know, oh, yeah. <laughs> Chip Mayer goes straight to Goodwill. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny because you watch these videos, which I enjoy, where of people on YouTube just kind of talking about their collection and stuff they mm-hmm. found. And, it's amazing what people find at these Goodwills, thrift stores, Salvation yeah. Army, uh, what you have in your yeah in your in your local area. It's just amazing. They they, they find rare stuff and these records. People find rare records. They find all kinds of stuff. So. That's amazing. That's so great. And that's you know I look forward to going back to all these great places soon to find more yeah. rare tapes and DVDs and other things. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, bums. Like, you found bums at uh, yeah. Salvation Army. We've never seen it anywhere since. No. Was, there was nothing about it on the internet. No. Um, bums. It's, like, it's, it's a movie called Bums. It starts uh, Conflict of Interest. <laughs> Christopher McDonald. <laughs> no, don't mention his other movies. Jerk beef this time. No, he's just uh, he's kind of an army guy. He's out for revenge. It's a good movie, actually, Bums. And he, he marshals a group of bums. Yes. To help fight the bad guys. And the movie's called Bums. Yeah. Um, 
and, and there's it said music by the bums band yeah uh, as a credit in the uh it made uh, up the song it like bumps tonight bumps tonight yeah. i think that might be made up but oh, okay so we can't <laughs> sing that because yeah because i'm only uh, talking it so. well because i don't want to get people's hopes up that that song's in the movie no it's not I there is music by the bums band in the movie <laughs> but that's just not it <laughs> I wonder if that movie was ever released in the UK because I feel like that might have a different connotation there. Oh, that's um, right. Maybe just called Homeless. Yeah, or something. Yeah, like Hot Boys. You know, we have Hot Boys and they have what's it called? Gang Gang Law law. or something? Gang Law in the UK. Hot Boys in the US. (laughs) That's like a uh, rapper kind of group. You know, the millionaire boy. What's that, what's that one with Lil Wayne? Money millionaires, I believe. I think it's yeah. Cash Money Millionaires. Cash Money Millionaires. So it's like, they're the hot boys. You know. Like, but I guess in the UK looked at that and said, nah, we're not calling it that. Nah, because people... that. Might be a little odd. So we'll just call it Gang Law. <laughs> um, it's a cool so, title, Gang Law. So if anyone out there has seen Bums, uh, write in today and we can yeah. talk about it. Because it's such a rare movie. Even though it has Christopher McDonald. Um it, it kind of slipped under the radar. It sure did. It just came out of nowhere. It came out of nowhere at the Salvation Army. We didn't even talk about the final sanction yet. Um, yeah, let's so, not bother. No, I just no, I'm just kidding. I mean, <laughs> no, 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 please tell me everything you want okay, to tell me. So Sergeant Tom Patanik, Ted Breyer. Awesome name, Tom Patanik. <laughs> forget that was his name. He's a dude with a bad attitude. My name was Tom Patanik. My name was Ty Patanik. That'd be awesome. But he lives out in botanical gardens or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's a, a dude with a bad attitude. Um, uh-huh. He's the best. And then Robert Zadar plays Sergei Strokurov. I'm probably screwing that up. He's a super soldier. Uh, and then um, William Smith, uh, you know, trains them, blah, blah, blah. Um, let's see here. Anything else here? They spell Leavenworth incorrectly, the prison. <laughs> Okay. Well, there's more misspellings in these movies than people might think. <laughs> like in that uh, movie with Casper Van Dien where they spelled precinct wrong. Um, wait, what was that one? Uh, I, uh, I don't remember. Was, or, that, or was it the one with Rick Fox? Oh, The Collectors? <laughs> It might okay. be the collectors, oh, which is okay. funny because you know we kind of not made fun of them, but we thought, hey, it's, if they got Rick Fox, it's unusual to get Rick Fox. On the uh, most recent episode, I think the most recent episode of Law and Order SVU, mm. Rick Fox is in the episode. It all comes full circle from Captain Van Dien to Rick Fox to SVU. <laughs> <laughs> it does, and he plays a lawyer. He doesn't play like a basketball player. He plays a lawyer, so <laughs> he, he's come a long way. We're now. I can't believe how fast paced this is. We're on the last movie. No, adults uh, already. Yeah, because I already talked about you know final reprisal, final sanction. I mean, just an okay movie. Just want to get a quick uh, wrap up of that. <laughs> so we're now mm-hmm. on the. I said fireback before. <laughs> okay, the last movie <laughs> so is. Time, if you want to talk about fireback, I suppose we could. Unless we do a fire <laughs> episode. I mean, if I could do a very quick look, we do have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven movies. Oh, eight movies with the word fire in them. So. And also, uh, didn't you just recently buy Fire Trap with Dean Cain? Yes, I bought that. So I haven't watched that yet. But yeah, Fire Trap, it's like Dean Cain, he's a diehard, diehard, but he's like a a diamond thief or something. And what's that movie that put put it next to it because the cover art looks so similar? Oh, no. Oh, that's okay. (laughs) That's okay. You don't have to remember that. That's that's really an unfair question. But it's in your room and and with all the movies and – 
And I said, oh, you should put yeah. this picture on Instagram because these two box arts look so similar. It's going to drive me nuts until I look it up, but I, I'll I'll look into that in a few minutes. The reason why I mention is because it might also have fire in the title. Oh, okay. I'm going to laugh. It's like, oh, right, fire trap and fire. I don't remember what it is. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. Um, so the last one, I think I know what it is because we were saying we saved the best for last. Not on purpose, but I just the way it is. Yeah. Even if it wasn't, I probably would skip around and make this the last one. Right. So, so it's just as good that it turned out that way. Okay. Want to say it? Uh, final was the final score. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I almost forgot there for a second. Final yeah. score. A great movie, great movie. Four star movie on our site and four star movie in life. So. It's such a cool, awesome movie. I, the fact that this was never released in America is just such a shame because it's a, just a great example of this type of movie. It's no, so, yeah, Philippine it, action movies. Yeah, or was it directed by? Is it Arizal? Absolutely. A, a great filmmaker, underrated director. Um, and it has Christopher Mitchum, and um, he plays um, Richard Brown. Right? Yeah, Richard Brown. <laughs> and he's in, he's out for revenge, and it's just yeah. it, it just it's so well done. It's just really really recommended if you can get a hold of it somehow. You well, there is that DVD. You couldn't yeah. get it to play player. I played it on four different players. And it just didn't work. It must be a defective disc. But but there is a DVD out there somewhere. Yes. I, it's not an American release. Um, I'm not sure how anyone could get a hold of it, but maybe it's on YouTube. But just see the movie if you haven't. It's it's great. I mean, we were saying that in the review, and I I can't agree more with what you just said. It's uh, Final Score is undoubtedly one of the most badass movies on the planet. <laughs> so because it's, it's every two seconds something awesome happens. I'm not kidding. It's nonstop awesome explosions. It's and you just something really awesome with a motorcycle. I'm not gonna give it away because you gotta watch it. That's all we're gonna say. <laughs> and Christopher uh, Mitchum is always up to something in this movie, and it's usually something awesome. Yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> that's so true. It's like, the best the movie ever. Yeah. Stabilizer. Yeah. Did he make another one that we watched? Uh, American Hunter was that an aerosol? <sighs> Or is that, is that a Tedward page? <laughs> Tedward, yeah. Well, well, I think the person I get him confused with uh, is P. Chalong. Yeah. Because I was I thinking think his P. name Ch- is Philip. Oh, his name is Philip Chalong. I think it's Philip Chalong. I did. I just looked up P. Chalong the other day, just to you know, just for fun, and mm-hmm. I think it came up as Philip Chalong. So that's kind oh, of interesting. Goes by P. Chalong. Most of his movies are about gold. You know, like well, in Gold We Trust, yes. Raiders. Gold Raiders, yeah. Well, Gold was important. Lost Idol, was that Arizal? No, but... Um, uh, no, it was it? Peach Long. That was Peach Long, yeah. So that was about gold. It was about gold, like, statue of Eric Estrada. I'm surprised they didn't call it the Lost Gold Idol or something. Cause... Yeah, I know. He loves that gold, that Arizal. Which is understandable. Gold is a really hot commodity right now. So like... <laughs> well, that's true. Well, it's scrap gold. As you see those commercials, those, or things like, oh, give us your scrap gold. Oh, that's right, yeah. Uncle, Uncle, good old Tom. That was like Uncle Tom. Good old, good every, old Tom. Every, Yeah, every local person probably has a commercial like that, but there's a guy, good old Tom, who wants us to give 
him your scrap gold and you'll pay top dollar. Of course, my question is who has scrap gold? And, and isn't gold valuable? How is it scrap? I don't even understand. Yeah, I don't need this extra gold. I'll just give it to good old Tom. <laughs> I have so much scrap gold. I'm just, I'm swimming in my scrap gold. I just I thought I just, no gold. I don't get that, but I have you know. no gold. I have no gold. And gold we trust because that's what it all says. Yeah. And, or, I'm sorry, Pete Chalong says, and we need to believe him. <laughs> well, I believe everything from coming from Arizal or Pete Chalong. Well, see, what's <laughs> great is I always say in all these reviews is both those two guys and a lot of others, they made these amazing movies, you know, with no resources, basically third world countries. That's a great So point. with third world budgets. But they made movies that are not only competent, but also far more entertaining than movies with multi-million dollar budgets. Because they have to think on their feet. Right. They they do think. Such a, yeah. And they do such a, a great job in Final Squad. I think last time we checked, it was on YouTube. I mean, I called it YouTube exclusive. So. Which it is not technically now, but maybe it was at the time. And um, well, there's a Japanese VHS, of course, but I don't oh, know okay. if anyone could get that. Wouldn't that be awesome if I could find out, like, at the archive? Well, you did find that other Japanese VHS, and when we go back, you're going to yes. get it, you said. Uh, is it the, like, the title's escaping me? Not the, the Bad Bunch? Or no, the, no, it's the gold of, like, Kilimanjaro? Or yeah, yeah, no, because you're thinking that Sybil Danning's adventure video. Yeah, this is, like, the, the gold of Kilimanjaro. I'm totally screwing up the title, but... Uh, but it, but Kilimanjaro is in the title and it's yes, a Japanese it VHS and I think they want yes. twenty bucks for it. I guess that's, that's fair. a fair price. As long as it works in my VCR, I don't really care. So I think it will. That's awesome. That Japanese and what Canadian VHS also work. NTSC. Yeah, because for for whatever reason, it's America, Canada, and Japan are region. We're not not region one, but NTSC. That's so um, cool. So what's awesome is if you can get in these movies, a lot of which only came out as a Japanese VHS, if you can get one, you you should be able to play it. Maybe I'll look into this final score Japanese VHS. I'm going to go on the case. Okay. And what was that movie you were saying someone has it on Laserdisc? Oh, um, was it Kill or Be Killed with David Hefner? Uh, or is it Solo? <laughs> that's that's uh, barely available. We were saying, oh, oh, this person has this awesome movie on Laser. You just yeah, mentioned this. It's um, gone. It's okay. Gone. I'm sorry again. Well, well, but, but, but the final alliance with uh, um, Hasselhoff is on Laser at the archive. <laughs> that's, oh, that's right. That's a great movie. The final alliance. Which? Wait a minute. Were we supposed oh, to talk about final movies? Yes, and we forgot about that one. <laughs> How did that happen? I that's my own fault. We actually forgot about two more movies: the Final Alliance oh, and the Final I'm Executioner. We were, I'm see. I'm oh, glad we were rambling on like this because it uncovered two more movies. Oh my goodness! You know, when I was looking this up for the podcast, I I clicked on a bunch of them and I didn't even notice the other ones because they have like oh, a little mark next to them. This is our website. How do we not know this? I didn't. I was when I did some scrolling, I didn't even notice. The Final Alliance, we got to talk about that. David Hasselhoff. <laughs> wow, just by pure accident, we uncovered this one that, yes, it's, it's. Um, I think what initially attracted us to the Final Alliance is that, yeah. A, it has David Hasselhoff, but B, it, it's an R-rated action movie yeah. uh, made by Italian. Yeah, uh, Mario production. DeLeo. Yeah, Mario DeLeo. Yeah. And, uh, and, 
had hats off. So how could this be bad? And it's not. It's not bad. It has that great line, which I think I've said before when we're talking about Hasselhoff. I will say it again. This is Will Colton played by David Hasselhoff. (laughs) I've been shot before. I survived. You won't. (laughs) Well, as we always say, Hasselhoff has it. Yes, he does. He has it. He's endlessly watchable. I think we talked about him when we we talked about Gridlock. Oh, we we talked about Gridlock on a previous podcast, right? uh, Yeah, previous episode. I think then we mentioned the final lines, and then I mentioned the line, because that's actually kind of ingrained in my brain, that great line. It is so perfect. It's perfect. And then I'll do a quick one for final line. I can't believe I forgot this. Will Colton is a man who who swears by his awesome hat, beard stubble, mullet, tight jeans, cowboy boots, and a jacket. He has a pet puma named Felix. That's right. just that's well, enough. Just, just buy it. Say <laughs> just buy it. Just, buy it on tape. Buy it on laser. Buy it anywhere. I was saving that bit of information that in the movie he has a pet, oh. poem, Felix. Okay, sorry I gave that away, but it was so exciting. Same different last. No, no, I'm saying that's good that you dropped that piece of information when you did because uh, if people were on the fence about whether to watch this or just buy it, it maybe that will help sway them. Well, here here's my two words: buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, yeah, it, like for as far as gridlock, you might not necessarily have to buy gridlock, but don't buy gridlock. <laughs> but but final alliance, you know. I, well, there's a guy once he has like a man of war, like a quiet riot shirt, and yes. he yeah. oh, you have a good memory. Well, and he attacks Will Colton and uh, and Felix, and yeah, it doesn't go well for him from what that I remember. See, we ended on final score, which was wrong, and it was right and wrong because I forgot the other one. So. All this, there's the final oh, executioner. Final the final, oh, final line. And oh no, final executioner, final which executioner. is that weird footage, right? Yes. Um, they use final executioner footage in <laughs> that other movie. Bronx um, executioner. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I can't believe I just remembered that. Yeah. Final <laughs> executioner wasn't a bad movie. I know we're ending on a kind of a wrong, you know, the wrong movie note, but it was fun. Harrison Muller Jr. Well, we all love him. The Violent Breed and Miami Cops and the other one. It was like that, that one week when we just inadvertently watched several Harrison Muller Jr. movies <laughs> in a row. And wait, Harrison Muller Jr. again? Well, what's going on here? We saw like four of his movies in a row. It's really, really funny that we did that. And it never again or before nope. or since. Refresh Shadow Muller Jr. Cuba Gooding Sr., Cuba Gooding Jr., Harrison Muller Jr., well, I guess the only place to go from here is Harrison Muller Sr. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like a <laughs> – he's not a junior or senior, but Lee Majors the second. <laughs> well, I, Chinatown Connection, great movie. Yeah, Everyone great should movie. see it. I just bought it, so it's definitely worth a, a watch. I'll post it on uh, Instagram very soon. Because it's uh, not Majors Jr., it's not just Lee yeah. Majors. No. Nope. It's Lee Majors the second. Yeah. You know, with <laughs> Roman numeral two after his name. It's uh, you just can't beat it. It's you so great. We'll just keep that. You know, we'll talk about Chinatown Connection. Well, we just did, but <laughs> it's a great movie, definitely worth watching. The the end on Final Executioner, I guess it was fun. I mean, it's about a, a you know, a futuristic apocalypse. Uh, Woody Strode was a cop and he trained Muller Jr. in the warrior arts. 
<laughs> you have just based the art of feud fighting. I, but, yes, um, I already said that in the direct video concert podcast. So take a okay, listen. Right. I, unless you want me to say, I'll do it. But, no, uh, maybe that could be like a good plug for his show. So yes. <laughs> everyone just listen to the one we did where we're talking about Cynthia Rothrock. Yes, and I do oh. say it. So it's it's fun. It's fun to say. And check out Shoot Fighter, too. So I guess... Shoot Fighter also or Shoot Fighter 2? Oh, here we go again. <laughs> Shoot Fighter 1. Oh, okay. Check out Shoot Fighter 1. So, Shoot Fighter 2, not bad, but Shoot Fighter 1 is the good one. There's the better one. All right. Well, and I guess, yeah. yeah it, it was <laughs> one last thing. I know we should probably get going with the, okay. you know, but the last thing I want to mention on the Final Executioner is that it has the classic absurd dubbing and wacky futuristic appliances on motorcycles. So it's a fun oh, movie. Yes. Yeah. No, it's definitely worth watching. I mean, if you can yeah. find it, definitely check it out, especially if you like those Italian post-apocalyptic movies. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, 90 to Bronx Warriors, uh, Bronx, you know, the Bronx Warrior, Bronx Executioner. Yeah, they thought that was a, a, that was a scary place back then. I think it um, was. Uh, you know, if you're going to watch any post-apocalyptic movies, the ones made by the Italian production companies are the best, or they're certainly my favorite. You know, oh, like, yeah, they can't be. Like 1990 and um, um, the Escape from the Bronx. Right, right? <laughs> another Bronx movie. Wow, the Bronx is a freaking war zone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's that's what they were trying to capture just as almost like a time capsule. You see some of the places where they shot these movies and they do look like burned out, you know, these buildings and it, it does look very post-apocalyptic. So I can see why they wanted to shoot there. Understandable. I mean, so I guess that's it for the final movies. Um, We final movies for today. The final Yeah. The final movie was final executioner. So I guess we can do, uh, well, I don't, I guess the plugs for this very, podcast and website <laughs> yeah, so oh i do have some very exciting news that oh, i can oh. drop about that which oh. i think you know what i'm gonna say which is yes. now we are on a bunch of other podcatchers as oh, they're that's called. right yes that's so cool besides itunes yes we're on itunes and that's you know where we'll be for the yeah. foreseeable future but we are also on tune in nice um, google play sweet uh, spotify pretty cool and iHeart. Wow, it's like all the podcastings. <laughs> We're still waiting for one more. I'm not going to say who, but it, there's a lot more ways to hear the Come Up and Reviews podcast now. So if we have any new listeners on those formats, hello. Hello. Welcome. Thanks. Welcome. Thanks for listening. And we'll, I'm out. hopefully we will, you know, I can't speak anymore. But it's like, <laughs> thank you're you just for so listening. Excited. Yeah. I'm so excited about these other podcatchers. <laughs> so yeah, thanks so, for listening. Oh, yeah. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And um, if anyone has any questions, comments or concerns that are on these new podcatchers, just email us or contact us. And we're going to give the contact details now. And since I'm already talking about the email, um, you can email us podcast related um, queries at crpodcast at yahoo dot com. And um, we have all the other social things and take it away. Ty. There we go. We got comeuppancereviews.net the website and yes. then we have the twitter which is under tie comeuppance and facebook under the website name and i'm on come up yeah. yeah. yes 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 yeah. <laughs> if you want yes people know it's comeuppance reviews people know face- by now. but just i'm just covering every possible base covering all the bases also on the well, like I said, on the facebook and then i already said twitter right now we're on all well, now 
I'm on Instagram <laughs> under Thai Action Rocks. I, you know, it's all synergized as I mentioned before. And let's not forget to rate and res- rate and subscribe to our podcast. You know, we hear that. Yes. So, yeah, especially uh, with these new oh. our new uh, our new listeners. Hopefully, we have some. Yeah, I think uh, we're gonna I'm, have some new listeners. I, you know, I promote this podcast the best I can on the on the social medias. So, yeah, and there's a lot of great, uh, you know, people doing a very similar thing to us. Like we know we have our buddies um, that we could run down, um, exploding oh, yeah. helicopter, yeah, Matt, video connoisseur. We have uh, Joe. Yeah. From yeah. Joe or Tape Guts on Instagram. We have Hillbilly Horrors. His name is Dave. Um, oh, Hillbilly Horrors VHS. I'm screwing up his name. But yeah, Dave. And he's a great guy. And we have a bunch of other great people listening to the podcast. So thanks for listening, all, all you guys. Um, yes. I think uh, those are all the bits. Um, oh, so yeah. Well, rate and review us on iTunes. Oh, and subscribe. So it's. Yeah, don't forget to rate and review and subscribe. You know, that's the thing. Oh, okay, all right, all right. I think people get the point by now. Let's stop badgering them. No, no, no. I'm just saying it because I, I missed. I missed. Yes, <laughs> I, I missed one of the words to say. You know. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, um, I think people uh, get the idea, and yeah. before they change their mind as to give us a positive, uh, <laughs> we should um, ride off into the sunset for today. Yes. Uh, so hopefully you enjoyed this kind of overview of the fatal and the final. Yeah. And um, it was fun it, to do. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I fun. it was fun. I, I remembered right at the end. So <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing we did that. That was really getting that in under the wire. Oh, thank goodness. But yeah. So thanks again for listening. Uh, we'll be back real soon. Oh, we will. And thank you, everybody. Goodbye. Bye.